This is the Rediscovering Resilience podcast, helping you create more health, wealth, and happiness for yourself, your family, and business. I'm Stu Darling, and I'll be sharing everything you need to rediscover your resilience and live a life beyond limits. Hey guys, it's Stu. Welcome to Rediscovering Resilience podcast. And where have we got to? We are at the letter N in the Resilience Alphabet. The letter N. N stands for no. Simple as that. No. Or in the Scottish vernacular, no. No. I'm not going to do that. No. Well, do you remember? Do you remember um, Grange Hill on the television? It was on in the UK sort of TV programmes before the news came on at six. And Grange Hill was all about a comprehensive school in London and the antics of the pupils and the teachers. And during a period in the 80s, um, there was a storyline about drug taking in schools. And the character Zamo, one of the kids at school, had got into taking drugs and had a habit. Uh, and absolutely fantastic storyline for the time. And the tagline for that storyline, which actually became a song that hit the UK top 10 charts, um, the tagline was, just say no. Now, simplistic, I get it. Very, very simplistic. But just say no was the whole idea of when someone comes up and says, do you want to try this stuff? Just say no. What about this? Just say no. Well, what's that got to do with resilience? Well, you know, in this world, we want to please one another. We spend our lives going, oh, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to let them down. Especially mums. <laughs> I've got to do this for my family. I've got to do that for the kids. I've got to do that. And you get to the end of the day and you haven't done anything for yourself. If you're a business owner, you're doing this for the team, you're doing that for the team, you're doing this for the clients, you're doing this, and you're supporting everyone else, but you're not looking after yourself. We've got to learn to say no. Now, um, the Lady Elizabeth is just about to go travelling. She is headed back to the United Kingdom uh, for the first time in a long time um, and delayed because of the pandemic. But off she goes next Friday. And for the last month, I've been going, what are you going to watch? What are you going to watch on the flight? What are you going to eat on the flight? What are you going to do when you're in at the airport? And she's given it, Stu, just, Stu, just leave it. It's ages away. I'm going, yeah, but you've got to, got to have this planned. Now, twere it's me to be flying. And I'm not, uh, yeah, I've just, I'm flying off the States in, in a few months time. And I've not started this yet because I only booked the flight yesterday. But do you know what? In the next few days, I will be jumping on to the airline's website to see what's going to be showing in the in-flight movies and what box sets are on. So that when I get onto the flight, I already know. If I have the choice to choose my meals, beef or chicken, <laughs> I'll choose them. I'll know what I'm going to have. I know what I'm going to watch. And everyone thinks that's a little bit mad. Well, it's not. There's actually a psychological reason for it. And it's exactly the same reason that 
Presidents and prime ministers across the globe have their clothes chosen for them. It's exactly the same reason. It's exactly the same reason that um, Steve Jobs always wore the same clothes. Mark Zuckerberg's the same. They wear the same stuff. There's a really, really good reason for it. And it's because we don't have to think. Presidents can get up in the morning and know that that's what they're wearing. No thought process. Steve Jobs could get up in the morning, put his black polo neck on. No thinking. I can get on board that flight and know that, right, when I get on, get my earphones in, this is what I'm going to watch. No thinking. So what's the point of this? Well, the point of this is that because I don't have to use any energy in thinking about what I'm going to watch, or the Prime Ministers don't use any energy in what they're going to wear, I've got spare capacity. I've got spare capacity for when things go wrong, when things go a little bit diffy. You know, when it's all a little bit wobbly and I've really got to start thinking and problem solving, then I've got the capacity to do it. Because I've said, I don't need to think about that stuff. I've said, nope, I'm not going to deal with this in the moment. I've already dealt with it. So when we are dealing with trying to be resilient, when we are struggling with this whole, oh, this resilience thing, oh, it's just too tough, guys. When we're struggling with all this stuff, if we are already overloaded because we're continually saying yes to people and things, well, guess what? We're going to get stressed out. We're going to run out of emotional energy. We're going to top out. And then we're going to start getting stressed. Just say no. I think it was Tony Blair who said that one of the greatest um, requirements of a leader is to say no. It's easy to say yes. Of course it's easy to say yes. And yeah, everyone feels good about it. You feel good in the moment because you've done something for someone. But our responsibility as leaders, and you know, resilient folks are leaders, our responsibility is to say no far more often. No, I won't have that cake. No. I won't spend the next 45 minutes scrolling. No, I won't spend my evening on TV. No, I won't take on that extra task because it's not on my timeline. It's not on my priorities. It might be on yours, but it's not on mine. So we've got to get better at saying no. Because if we say yes, our calendar gets filled up. Our day gets filled up. We get to the end of our day and there is no time left. For many of us, we get to the end of our morning and we think, holy crap, what? We just got to chill out a little bit and say no. Because the more we say yes, the quicker we run out of energy. That's why most of us, by the end of the day, the TV goes on. The bottle of wine gets opened, maybe not such a healthy meal is eaten, because we don't have the capacity to actually step into that space of growth. We're just looking for certainty at that point. We're just going, oh, I just want to feel good. And our ego is saying, you've done so well today. Let's just wrap you in cotton wool. Let's turn the heat up. Let's have a glass of wine. 
Let's just stick some telly on and let's just disengage our brains. Whereas if we learn to say no a little bit more, then we will have the capacity to work our way through the day. We will have the capacity to be more resilient again and again and again. So what are you going to say no to today? It might be a person. It might be something someone asks you to do. Or you can go within. <laughs> I dare you. You can go within and say no to something that you know is not good for you. Whether it's scrolling, whether it's that bit of cake or that second or third or fourth bit of cake, whether it's that second or third glass of wine, whether it's saying no to sitting around and actually getting off your ass and doing some physical exercise, whatever it is, it is time to say no. I'll see you next time. This was the Rediscovering Resilience podcast with Stu Darling. For more content, head to www.stewdarling.com.